It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We face a disintegrating economy, a weakened defense, and an energy policy based on the sharing of scarcity. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It's great to be here. <clears throat> I sure appreciate all of you being with us. It's Friday. That means it's Rapid Fire Friday, and we're going to do our best to get to phones and stay with phones for the next, well, two hours and 45 minutes anyway. So um, if, you queue, if you call in right now, you will be the first call. No, you're going to be the second caller. I see the phone ringing, but uh, you'll be the second caller we take. But the uh, lines are open. We'll get to phones right after this uh, next break, 610 363 1110, I need you on the phones today. I got lots of material. Don't have um, lots of uh, clarity of mind today, though. But I'll do my best as I answer your questions. 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. You cue your call. Well... We got our job numbers. Futures are in negative territory, by the way. They were a lot more negative than they certainly are now. That is for sure. I mean, pretty amazing. Well, you saw a turnaround in about three minutes. So they were uh, negative by uh, almost a half of 1%. They're negative by a third of a percent right now. But they moved all the way down to almost a flat line. And then they started uh, edging back up again. So uh, nonetheless... We'll see. We'll see what happens. So futures in negative territory, uh, they quickly got better, as I mentioned, after the job came out. Copper is down. Oil is down. Uh, both of them down about one and a quarter percent. Oil is sitting at about 50, uh, $50 and 40 uh, for a barrel of oil. I suspect that could go below 50 here this morning. Job growth accelerated in the month of January. There are some correlating numbers here, and there are some numbers that don't correlate. Uh, the job, uh, the jobs accelerated big time, a lot more than anybody expected. I think they were anticipating, let me look here, what was it? They were anticipating 164,000 private sector jobs, which in my opinion would have been a very, very good number. I'm going to stick to what I've been saying. Anything over 135,000, 125,000 is very, very good in a full employment environment for as long as we've had it. But uh, we got 225,000 private sector jobs. That was an amazing number, very, very good number. They are blaming the unseasonably mild temperatures boosting hiring here in the Northeast and other areas of the Northwest. So maybe that's true, but it's very interesting. It's all mostly housing and construction, yet construction spending was down. When did we get that out? The other day, we got construction spending out. It was Monday, and that was down. Construction spending was down. So um, nothing – oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. The construction numbers, construction spending, was a month backward-looking in December. It wasn't a January number. Okay, so I can't say it wasn't a correlating number. I uh, apologize for that. But nonetheless, Labor Department um, – 
came out 225,000. Some other interesting news coming out of the Labor Department. Maybe I'll talk about uh, later on. But the biggest downgrade, the biggest uh, downgrade to payrolls over a 12, 12 month period since 2009, um, suggesting job growth could significantly slow down. That's what everybody was expecting. Obviously, that did not happen. You know, which the news media, again, did not see the fulfillment of what they were hoping would be somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy of poor job numbers. Again, they keep trying. They're desperately trying to get a negative spin out there that is going to turn into reality. But so far, their negative spin has not turned into reality. This isn't, this isn't 10 years ago. This is a new era. This is an era of going back to the past where we actually have correlating numbers and underlying fundamentals that are strong driving the day. And that's what's important. The best thing about this number of 225,000, the best thing of all, the best number of uh, the week and maybe the month is the fact that the unemployment rate went up to 3.6%. That is very, very good news. I've been saying this for years and years that until we can have a strong economy, uh, or if we're going to have a continued strong economy, we've got to see the unemployment numbers go up. The unemployment rate did tick up. Why is that important? It means that people are coming back into the workforce. It means that there are more people coming into the workforce that haven't been there. Maybe it's college graduates. Maybe it is, you know, all the college graduates coming in in January that graduated in that December ses uh, session of college graduations. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's a number of other things. But regardless, the labor participation rate went up two-tenths of 1%. So the unemployment rate gets to be calculated on a larger number more people in the workforce. So it's calculated on a bigger number, so the unemployment rate gets up. That is a very good thing. Because if it hadn't gone up, I would have said what I said last month when we got job numbers, where are these people coming from? Where are they coming from? Because we've been in full employment for a long, long time. But there you go coming back into the workforce for various reasons. That is very good news. That gives some, um, really solidifies the 225,000. We've got labor participation rate at 63.4. Uh, not, not, you know, an, uh, we need to have a really, really great number. That needs to be about 68% just to put it in perspective, but still very good number. And that's, that's great. The unemployment to population ratio that is based on household surveys rose to 61.2%. That's the highest it's been since November of 2008. November, December, and January of 2009 really was the beginning of all the big layoffs. So this, we could almost say this was a post-financial crisis, even though it technically wasn't. The bad month for the financial crisis was the end of October and November and December. But it hadn't quite sunk in to the labor force yet. The household survey is the Department of Labor picking up their dial-up phones. I think this whole system is absolutely ridiculous. That's why I sound a little sarcastic about it. But, I mean, this is good for the 1980s. But we live in a world, and somebody needs to tell the Department of Labor this, we live in a world of real time. And there is absolutely no reason why all of this can be thrown out the door because the Department of Labor ought to be able to pick the phone up to the IRS and say, hey, give us some real-time data. As of Friday, how many new people hit the payrolls? 
It's not that hard, man. They got to pay payroll taxes. They got to get payroll taxes taken out. Now, maybe we have a four-week uh, number like we always have, but maybe it's the last week of the month prior so that we can get that real-time data, you know, uh, uh, get, have the reality of four weeks. But, you know, it's ridiculous that we're still doing this. But nonetheless, if you want to put a really positive spin on that, I could be saying, this is the greatest employment number since November 8th, uh, 2008. Since November 2008, you know, we see a rise up to 61.2%, the highest it's been since then. I mean, look, uh, it's an antiquated system. Not sure why we still do it. But, hey, it's a good number. I'm sure President Trump will be talking about it. We're going to get to phones. It's Rapid Fire Friday. 610-363-1110. We'll be back. We're going to get to phones right after this. that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This week on Outspoken. So when we're talking about stewardship, to set the foundation here, we have to remember that everything is God's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like everything we have, everything we are, everything he's given to us is, is completely from him. Yeah. The word stewardship itself, um, the definition is the job or supervising or taking care of something. Yeah. By stewarding you know, our time and our talents and our treasures and our tongues, we are worshiping God. We are allowing Him to have the first. This is a huge standard to live up to, but guess what, ladies? It's in scripture. Yeah. This woman existed. She yeah. was real. She was fulfilling the call that God had on her life as a wife and as a mother. Yeah. She was doing that. Watch Outspoken, Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on FISM-TV. Thank you.
610-363-1110 if you want to queue your call. We got a line open. Somebody lost their cell phone, um, cell signal. Now's a good time to get in. 610-363-1110. Folks, I just want to give you a little reminder. It's rapid fire. So we're, I'm, I'm not, I can't allow everybody to kind of, you know, go on and on. It's, I'm okay, you know, you know me, I'm always okay with that to a fault, to be honest with you. But that's other days during the week. So you have to save that for Monday. But we are going to try to, I ask you to get right to the point of your comment or your question, and I will try to do my best to answer it as quickly as possible so that we can get back. So it's not the time for the long, drawn-out, um, you know, give, reading me the list of your entire portfolio. It's probably um, not the day for that on, on Rapid Fire Friday. So I would ask you to refrain from that and get right um, to the point. All right, 610-363-1110. Uh, let me go to Ron. Ron's calling us from Arkansas. Hey, Ron. Uh, good morning, Dan. Good morning. Uh, I'm I'm a member, and I'm just now opening a brokerage account, and I need to know which one is, has the most user-friendly site. When I go online and check out reviews, there's terrible reviews on all of these brokerages, and it kind of scares you as to... Uh, which one to go to? Yeah. Well, you know, I think user-friendly is very relative and depend on, you know, who, who it is. All I can tell you is um, no matter who you go to, you're going to have to be willing to work a little bit to gain an understanding of, you know, what what they're doing and how they're doing it. Now, I would... You can do whatever you want, but I would suggest to you is that when you go there, don't try to get too deep into the weeds. Don't, don't start looking at all the research on a stock and all that. All the research in the world on, the, on these websites to the average person is pretty worthless. Because, and I'm not being critical, I'm just saying, if you don't know what you're looking at and what you're reading, it's not going to help you a whole lot. So the idea here is for... Everybody that is a partner anyway, I can't speak for anybody else, but anybody that's a partner, the idea here is to have a platform that you are using to trade, to buy and to sell. Beyond that, you should confine your, uh, the detail to what's on our website, what you are learning and what you can see. So when we look at, so when I look at a site from a user-friendly standpoint, I look at the trading platform, where you go to actually buy a stock. And, you know, they're all very, very, very similar. Uh, it's pretty hard to reinvent that wheel and make it a whole lot user-friendlier because one of the reasons why it's not user-friendly is because we're, we, when we start out, we're all looking at things that we don't really understand what they mean. And you have to kind of just work a little bit, and most websites you can get that from. So I would, um, you know, I, I don't think it matters much whether you go to a Fidelity or an E-Trade, but uh, the fact of the matter is you can't do anything unless you go to one of them. So I would just pick, um, you know, a, a, a Fidelity, uh, say, Fidelity.com, and open your account up, and then start reading some of the definitions on their website of different things. And uh, they're very good about helping you and walking you through what you need to do. They have great customer service. And... Um, that I, I think they're probably a little bit better than some of the others. So, you know, that's probably what I would suggest to you and understand that it is going to be, uh, there is a learning curve. But once we decide to do this, 
You also have to understand there's no alternative. We don't have anything out there that's going to be an alternative. I would like to uh, been working on it with a particular party, but um, that's probably a long ways off. So that's all I can tell you, Ron, but I, I would probably go to Fidelity at this point, fidelity.com, not because of anything else other than when you call, you're going to, they're going to pick the phone up and you're going to get somebody that's going to help you a little bit quicker. Okay. Thank you very much, Dan. All right, Ron. I appreciate you. God bless. Uh, let me go to uh, Larry in Texas. Hey, Larry. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. Thank you, sir, for what you do. I'll get right to my question. I'm a retired military. I've got two kids, one seven and one nine, and I'm looking at uh, investing like $300 uh, a month for each one of them, so I'm just trying to find out a good avenue uh, to, to put that money towards. So, um, you know, Texas has a good 529 plan. They also have a tuition plan that allows you to pay forward uh, partition at, or tuition at, uh, you know, current rates. And I believe they hold that. And that's really a good thing, but you have to go to a state school, and that is a problem sometimes for some people. Um, so, I, you know, if that, if that's not something that is appealing, but you could check out their 529 plan and see if that's something that might be a good way to go uh, to 529 plans for your children. A 529 plan is uh, a tax advantage uh, tuition um, system that, you know, allows you to use that money for edu education and it is allowed to grow tax-free. So you're not going to get um, uh, uh, you know, if you buy and sell and so on and so forth and your dividends that it earns, you're not going to be taxed on that unless you don't use it for education and that's the downside. So you have a uh, child that graduates high school and they want to enter the workforce. We're seeing more and more of that and that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And uh, if they want to do that, and sometimes they enter the workforce, sometimes they go to various types of other uh, short-term uh, schools uh, to learn a trade or other things, uh, that would be uh, covered under the 529 plan. Some other things might not be, and that's, that can be the downside to it. So... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, the other downside to it is if they have any money in their name, 529 plan or whatever it is, it could disqualify them from certain kinds of grants or, or, or scholarships. So aside from that, uh, that would be one thing. The other thing would be open up an account. In, in your name, not in their name, you know that it's their money. It's a separate account uh, at a brokerage okay. and use two ETFs, uh, the Timothy ETFs, be biblically responsible and just keep putting money into them every month. And I think you'll do really well. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. I appreciate it, Larry. Thank appreciate you for your service. Right. God bless. All right. Thank you. Yep. Let me go to Sally in Louisiana. Hey, Sally. Hey, Dan, thank you so much for your ministry. I'm telling you, it's the best thing anybody could ever do. I love it, so thank you. Thank I you have for saying that. Uh, I have a question about the ETF you talked about that's coming out Monday. Is that going to be for all investors? I'm an income investor. Um, I, don't, I don't know about an ETF coming out Monday. Oh, I thought you said that yesterday. Or no, no. 
Oh, I wonder um, if I was listening to an old one. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's the, there, there were two new, TF, new ETFs that came out from Timothy. So they have four now. Uh, the two that came out came out, I guess, I don't know. It's been, I guess, a couple months now. Uh, maybe a yeah, month ago. Maybe it was a month ago. Yeah. I, I don't remember, yeah. but. Uh, I, I must have been listening to an old um an old one. I thought you said that yesterday the day before. Sorry about that. No, no okay, problem. So I have a question about an energy stock I own, um, E27. I've owned it for two years, so it's down a good bit, but it's a yellow foundational stock. Should I just dollar cost average in that or you sh- keep on holding? Yeah, you should eventually dollar cost average in. But I'm not ready just yet. I was almost at the end of the month where at the end of January, we had a 30-day period that was positive and things seemed to be uh, trajecting in the right way. And then all this happened with the virus uh, hurting oil dramatically and uh, hurting what they do because of it. So I, uh, I still am okay with the stock. I like it. I want you to hold it. it you're getting paid a, a pretty good dividend to wait for it to come back up. So that's always good when you're getting paid to wait. But I would hold off a little bit longer until we see when you go to your um, brokerage, whoever you use, and you pull up a 30-day chart uh, or a three-month chart, and it's positive, then that would be the time maybe to dollar-cost average, and I feel pretty good about that. But we do want to see some progress in the oil sector. Okay. Well, I'll just keep listening to you. Yep. And, um, uh, the other thing is I have a, my money market account, and I have Fidelity, and I like it a lot, but you do have to learn the platform. But it's yes. learning a little bit of time. It's simple, and they you can call them anytime. The uh, it pays interest, so it's not just like a plain dollar to dollar. Right. But I was looking it up. It's not FDIC protected, and the mo the it looks like forty nine invested forty nine percent invested in repurchase agreement. Should I just change that to a plain one? Or is it okay? It pays a good interest, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's one of those um, not one on my list, but it's one of those no. that like I have on my list that is, you know, money market with some volatility. So it, it is okay. Um, I would watch it closely. And if it were to take a little bit of a move downward that is a little abnormal, say 10 cents, you know, I think it would be, you know, you, and, and it were to do that for three days in a row, then I would I would be a little concerned. Uh, it's okay. it 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 deals in repo uh, purchases which are very short term, and that's why it's not real volatile. But I think it's okay to keep. Yeah, yeah, it's like 30, 30 days, and then. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's okay, okay. Sally. Thank you so much, Dan. All right. I hope okay. I see you in Lafayette. Come on out. Okay. Thank you. Dan. All right. God bless. Thank you. All right, folks, we'll be right back, 610-363-1110. At Preborn, our centers offer ultrasounds for young women. 80% of the time, when these women see their babies on an ultrasound, they choose life. Ultrasound truly is a game changer, as Valerie said, and for only $140, you can underwrite five ultrasound sessions, five free sessions for these young mothers in our partner centers. 100% of that uh, donation is tax deductible, 100% of that donation goes right to the centers, and that's not all we do. We also provide the actual ultrasound machine. Yeah, these are uh, $15,000 pieces of medical equipment, which most of our centers do not have the ability to afford. Maybe you're someone God is unusually gifted that could underwrite one of these machines tax deductibly. If you're interested in any or all of these things, please uh, call us at pound 250, say keyword baby at the prompt, dial pound 250 and say keyword baby at the prompt, or find us at preborn.com. Your love saves a life. 
What's at stake in the 2020 election? Everything. In my book, Guide Trump in the 2020 Election, I explore the key issues that concern evangelicals. Most importantly, what would happen to those issues if Trump loses the election? Let me tell you about three. The first issue is abortion. To defend the unborn, we need a president who nominates conservative Supreme Court justices. Why? Because they will uphold life bills that are sure to be passed. Another is religious freedom, which is under attack. The left are replacing individual rights with the rights of groups. This undercuts our First Amendment rights. The final issue is justice. President Trump advocated prison reform. Contrary to popular belief, our president is for giving nonviolent offenders a second chance. There are many other issues you can read about in my book, God Trump and the 2020 Election. Go to GodTrump2020.com to learn more. You may have doubts about healthcare sharing. I know we did. We studied literature about Samaritan Ministries, but we feared that it was just too risky. Instead, as our health insurance premiums went up each year, we would increase our deductible to reduce the premium. And then the inevitable happened. We had to use our insurance, and it was all out of pocket. And we finally took a leap of faith and joined Samaritan. Each month, we get to give to an actual person with a medical need. We pray for them and put them in the hands of the Lord for physical, emotional, and financial strength and healing. There's no way to fully express that pleasure and joy. During the first year we were members, we had a medical need, and it was all provided for. It is such a blessing to come alongside our brothers and sisters in Christ and share in each other's health care burdens. And there's such a peace and joy knowing that God is answering our prayers bringing healing and providing for our needs. Welcome back. Financial issues. Uh, we're going to get to phones, uh, calls. We're going to stay with phones. 610-363-1110. If you want to queue your call up. Let me go back uh, to phones. Let me go to Doug. Doug's calling us from North Carolina. Hi, Doug. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a, uh, hope, hopefully a quick, simple question, but... I retired from a career uh, several years ago and uh, began drawing my Social Security. I have uh, since gone back to work and am working full-time and uh, honestly can uh, live without the Social Security. Uh, Actually, I'm already 70 and a half, so I'm having to do the RMDs, so my income is up there. But I wonder, is there any benefit uh that i might have my if i suspended my social security i don't think you can suspend it now uh oh okay um you can suspend it before you're 70 but no matter your circumstances other than working which i think you know you being um out of work and then going back to work i don't know if that would qualify i'm not saying you shouldn't call your local social security office and find out but i would just say this to you if you suspend it and then you and they allow you to do it and you can uh when you pick it back up you're going to make you're going to get more money uh than you're getting then you know it'd be okay to suspend it if not um i would not suspend it just for the sake of paying taxes i wouldn't suspend it so but i don't think you can but i would call your social security office and ask them since all those rules changed last year. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. All okay. Right. Very good. All, All right. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. Let me go to um, Bonnie. Bonnie calling from Ohio. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, good morning, Dan. Good morning. Um, one, one comment and one question. Okay. Um, with regard to the 50% match up to 6% of income that's uh-huh. common for 401ks, uh-huh. um, we thought that we were matching out our contribution by putting aside 6%. But we found out that we can actually put in 12% because the company matches 50% up to the 6%. I don't know if that's common, but I thought about it when I heard the gentleman yesterday close to the end of the program who was, I think he's the one that had five children and he had a 50% match on up to 6%. So I don't understand what you mean. So you, you put in 12% and they match it? Yes, because that gets us to the 6%. Oh, 6% uh, of your salary. That gets you to 6% of your salary? Yeah, but it's a 50, because it's a 50% match, which I just never knew that. And maybe I'm the only one, maybe it's common, that you can really have them take out 12% to max out the 6% if it's a 50% match. At least that's what my husband's company does. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's probably. Uh, somewhat exclusive to your company. Okay. Yeah, so 6% of your salary, usually when it's a 50% match uh, only, uh, a lot of times it's a 100% match to up to 3% of your salary. Then for another 3%, they match 50. But in your case, it sounds like they're, ma- well, it, I don't know, I'm not sure how yours is working, but um, in a lot of other cases, it can be 50% total of what you put in of your salary up to 6% of your salary. And, um, you know, but, but you have some, something a little bit different there. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, and then the other question that I had was um, just with regard to investing, say, weekly, like I'm going to, I'm a stay-at-home grandma, so, but I can make a Roth contribution and, so I've always done that just once a year, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it like maybe weekly or biweekly, especially now that it doesn't cost to make a stock purchase. So I'm wondering just if you have any advice on doing that. Should I just do it once a week, twice, once a month, or yeah, I mean, every if, other if, week? Or? Yeah, if you can do it, you know, the, the more you – you know, the more you do it, the better it is. So once a week, twice a month, but as you know, you, you want to try to do it as often as you can. And I'm only speaking statistically, but if you look at it from a statistical perspective, which you can go back uh, 70 years and it's always better. It's always been better. It always will be better. So the more, the more often you put in, is far better. Now, well, you might have a year where you put that lump sum in at the lowest point of the year. That's always a possibility, or it might be the highest part of the year. But the average share price doing it once a year is always higher than the average share price doing it as often as you can. Okay. And I think I understand that um, your recommendation is that if I do decide to do that, then that kind of, for the most part, supersedes any other advice like, okay, hold off, no new money, those kinds of things right now if you're just doing a weekly. Once, yeah. If you're doing any kind of 
uh, systematic contributions on a regular basis, whether it be a, a 401k at work, whether it be like you're doing, you should never, ever stop that. The worst thing you can do is stop it during the bad times um, because that's when you get your greatest advantage. So, you know, uh, so many people were so scared in 2008 that they stopped contributing and it was the biggest mistake they've ever made. They'll never, ever make up the, what they could have had had they just kept doing it. And, uh, but they got scared and they stopped and they didn't put any new money to work. And uh, it was a shame because they would have dramatically changed their average share price and um, would have done very well. So don't ever stop. Okay. Well, thank you so much. All right, Bonnie. Thank you. I sure have appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. God bless. Let me go to uh, Doug in Montana. Hi, Doug. Hi, Dan. Hey, uh, I want to thank you for your ministry. It, it helps a uh, not, not too bright country boy trying to make it in the big city. Yeah. <laughs> And your your deal with Mission Preborn, it's actually, thank you, because it gave me an avenue to redeem some things that had happened early in my life, and, mm. and I really want to thank you for that. That's awesome, man. Uh, That's always good. That's great to hear. But, thank, thank you, Doug. My question is that uh, I noticed, you know, used, Roth used to uh, be recommended by you quite a bit, mm -hmm. and lately I noticed you've kind of shot away from that, and I was wondering what changes were made where you actually prefer just an investment account over a Roth. Yeah. So here's how to put that into context of what I've said over recently. So, you know, things go in spurts here on the air. And recently, the last several weeks, I've had a lot of calls from people that when they call in and keep this in mind. So if they, if you were to call in and say, Hey, Dan, I've got a 401k at work. My, my spouse has a 401k at work and we're maxing them out. And I also have a traditional IRA that I have that I've put money into. And so does my wife. And I'm thinking about starting a Roth. I would say, don't even think about it because everybody should have an IRA. If you have a choice of what kind of IRA, I would always say a Roth, almost, uh, almost under every circumstance. The only reason I wouldn't, if it's a very high net worth person that is actually receiving a much better tax benefit by using a traditional, but I generally say a Roth. But what I don't want to see happen, and I've become a little bit more uh, enthusiastic about this than I had been. I was very much a few years ago. I kind of uh, mellowed out on it a little bit and I'm getting back to it. And that is you can't have, don't be so obsessed with trying to have a tax advantage or save a little bit on taxes. Don't get so obsessed with that, that you're, you, you don't have all of your wealth by the time you're 65 or 70, all of your wealth is going to be in money that the government controls. And I just think it's time to have some of that, yes, in the Roth. But we've seen this year as the government changed all the rules on these things. Um, it, it just was a wake-up call for me, which I'm the only one sounding this alarm, but it is a wake-up call for me of where I was a couple of years ago when I was saying, why are we doing this? Why would we do this? So if you are, uh, Doug, starting out, if you have a Roth IRA account and, and that's all you have and you are trying to max that out, man, you got to keep doing that. That's a great thing. And even if you were to get a job where you had a, uh, a 401k, and you were doing that, I would be okay with it. But at some point in time, you've got to get to a place where you are investing some money in an investment account that is just a regular old investment account that does not have any tax advantages from, a, from uh, you know, what we call qualified money, which is retirement money. Okay. Does that help you? 
Well, that helps a bunch. You know, I was a little getting a little worried because, you know, I, I have a small Roth IRA, but I'm starting to contribute more to it. So I thought, well, maybe I need to get some clarification. No, you. And, I'm, gla- I'm really glad you called, Doug, because, um, you know, you're doing the right thing. Keep doing it. You know, um, every year try to, you know, uh, put a little bit more into it. And, you know, you'll be fine. But I want you to do that. I don't want anything to change there. Well, I appreciate Dan from the smartest man on Wall Street. (laughs) Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And I wish you all the best. God bless. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Uh This week on Outspoken. So when we're talking to set the foundation here, we have to remember that everything is God's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everything we have, everything we are, everything he's given to us is, is completely from him. Yeah. The word stewardship itself, um, the definition is the job or supervising or taking care of something. Yeah. By stewarding, you know, our time and our talents and our treasures and our tongues, we are worshiping God. We are allowing him to have the first. This is a huge standard to live up to. But guess what, ladies? It's in scripture. This woman existed. She was real. She was fulfilling the call that God had on her life as a wife and as a mother. She was doing that. Watch Outspoken, Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on FISM-TV. Opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Yeah, well, nobody on Wall Street liked the uh, stronger job numbers. Um, It is what it is, but everything is down. Uh, The Dow, after a four-day winning streak, uh, down about 200 points right now. Not about. It is down 200 points right now. but I don't like to talk about points. That's the first time I've said that. I've tried not to say that because it, it's all messed up right now because we're still in the mentality where 200 points was a lot. It isn't a lot. It's a half of 1%, a little bit more than a half of 1%. So it's not that big of a deal uh, because the Dow's at 29,000 now. So uh, I try not to use uh, the points thing. But we do have the indices all down about a half of 1% right now. So I don't know what turned it around. I don't, you know, uh, maybe they're dissecting it. Well, they can't be dissecting the job numbers or the job data. Maybe uh, it would be a good time for me to just tell you that uh, I, I hesitate. I said I was going to, I had some other news on this, and I didn't want to share it because it spooks people, which it obviously has already done on uh, traders spooked them a little bit i haven't found a legitimate reason to be spooked about this but the labor department came out with these numbers the job numbers and they said that the economy created 514,000 fewer jobs than was anticipated between April of 2018 and March of 2019. How much is that a month? Somebody divide that by 12. So uh, 514,000 fewer 
jobs were created. Now, this was due to some, you know, I go back to the antiquated systems that make absolutely no sense to me, but it's typical of an inefficient, ineffective government that can't pick up the phone and call another department that is supposed to be doing something and should have the real answers. We live in a time of real time. And for some reason, we can't get the job numbers right or a lot of other things. Makes no sense to me. But nonetheless, that seems to be what happens. So since the government is not effective enough, not efficient enough to be able to, you know, get the numbers a little bit more accurate, which just really amazes me, we, we get this number, adjustment number, 514 jobs, which is about 42,000 jobs a month. I mean, we're talking 42,000 jobs a month. It's not a huge number. It's a lot. We don't want to see that. But it is an adjustment downward. As a matter of fact, it's, you know, one of the biggest downgrades uh, for payrolls over a 12-month period that we have seen since 2009 when we had a downgrade. So, I, I, it's frustrating to me, be, not, not because it happens and not because there's an overreaction but because it shouldn't happen. Come on, man. What? I mean, we live in a world where real t- I get real-time data every minute of every day so easily, and yet the government who owns is the IRS can't get real-time data from jobs. So if I hire somebody and they work for a week or a pay period, we have to file payroll tax. And in our payroll tax, you will notice, the IRS will notice that there is an increase in the number of employees that were put on the payroll. It's got to be reported. It is reported. By the way, that is reported in real time. There used to be a day where you made your payroll tax deposit at a bank that you banked at, and the bank, uh, uh, you had a certain form you filled out, and that bank would take that and send it off to the IRS. Everything is done real time right now. And we've got a 42,000 jobs per month miss for a year. Now, here's what else is irritating about this. So we're having that going on. And some are saying that is why the markets are reacting poorly right now, because they're just now digesting this. So if they're just now digesting this. Okay, that's fine. Maybe you didn't, you just looked at the headline number when the number came out and you reacted in a positive way. And then you started, you, you know, the market's open, you got your trades placed this morning, and now you're kicked back, your feet are up on your desk and you're reading the paper or whatever you do. You're looking at your email, you're texting, whatever. And you're just hanging out, waiting until two o'clock. That's, that's pretty typical, to be honest with you. So you're sitting there and You say, well, let me just read the jobs report. Oh, my gosh. We adjusted five. It was a year ago. It was a year ago. It doesn't matter what the job numbers were a year ago because it did not impact the economy in a negative way. Not now. It shouldn't because it's old, so it's, it's backward looking, so it can't impact the economy today, 
right? So even though the jobs weren't what they said they were, the economy still managed to thrive and get better. And the fundamentals kept getting better and better and better and better and better every month during that 12-month period. And now they continue to get better. So there was a $512,000 miss or whatever it was. It, why? I mean, what, does it, it doesn't, does it matter why? And does it matter that does somehow that we think what happened in 2018 now is a problem? Do we think that's a problem? If, it, if, if it's a problem, the problem would happen in real time. The problem would happen in real time. So if it was a problem, people would be saying, boy, we've had good job numbers, but the economy's tanking. I don't know why. Well, because the job numbers aren't accurate. But that didn't happen. Even without, if anything... You should be, if I'm sitting back and I'm examining this and I'm looking at this, I'm saying, holy mackerel, look at this. We've misstated job numbers by 42,000 jobs every month for a year, you know, on average, every month for a year on average. And the economy has gone through the roof. And the numbers on the jobs weren't even right that everybody was so excited about. So... The underlying fundamentals are a whole lot stronger than I ever thought they were. So I'm giving you the, I'm giving you the positive spin on what the media is going to put a negative spin on it. And that's why it's so frustrating because you can put a positive or negative spin on any of these numbers. I just put a positive spin on it. I happen to think my spin is right. They happen to think their spin is right. But I look at mine as not spin, it's reality. We had bad job numbers. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take a uh, worst case scenario. We had really bad job numbers for a year and the economy still flourished. There's no denying that because we have all the correlating numbers and underlying fundamental numbers to prove it. So there's no denying that. So what I'm saying can be worked out and thought out, and the facts will, will lay that out. So there's no denying it. So isn't that what we should be focused on? If anything, and if they're listening to me on Wall Street, if anything, what has just happened by the Department of Labor, BLS, by the, by the numbers being adjusted downward a year ago, what has just happened is that the government said, I just got news for you guys. The economy is a whole lot stronger than we ever thought because we thought we had 512,000 jobs that we didn't have and the economy still flourished. Wow. How good is that? I'm just saying. All right, 610-363-1110. Folks, Here's what's going to happen. We're going to get to all your calls after the break, but not right after the break because you know we have an ag report. The ag report is very important to our farmers, our ranchers, and uh, we love putting that out. It's important to us as we get a handle on the um, commodities from somebody that's an expert. I'm not an expert on commodities. I'm, I've always said that, and it always pained me until Craig Haggard came along and has blessed us with his expertise. So we have that coming up. I also want to get an update from our newsroom on a couple of things that are happening in the economy. It's only one segment. Then we're going to get right back to phones. When we get back to phones, we'll stay with phones. Okay. We'll be right back. Uh, you're listening to Financial Issues. It's great to be here. Let me just thank you for so many of you that have partnered. I said yesterday, I can't think of a better time to be a partner of this ministry than right now. And there's tens of thousands of partners that would agree with that. So if you're not a partner, would you pray about it? Would you think about it? If the Lord is nudging you to honor him with all of your money, to take control of what he's given you stewardship responsibility for, would you partner with the ministry now? Financial issues. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, 
then we will be a nation gone under. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.